Hey, everybody. Allison got hired to be an English teacher. <laughs> so now she's here celebrating her favorite way. Nobody's oh, wow. going to believe you. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We... That's true. Yeah. Nobody's going to believe We you. have tanked our credibility yeah. in all things having to do with Allison. That's yep. so true. Yeah. You have. All right. Well, everybody, welcome to Chip and Eric Read Through the Bible. Yeah. I believe that today is day 207. I believe that. And we're going to read Jeremiah chapter 43, starting with verse 8 mm-hmm. through 46, 1. Yeah. yeah. Should be That'd a robust be reading today. Yeah. And sure you know what? So an eagle-eyed listener, that's right, an eagle-eyed listener... Sense, noticed that a big swath of scripture was missing uh, from one of our previous readings. And actually, so we were frantically trying to figure out what was happening there. It's moved to the end of today's reading and not by us. That's how it is in this version of the Bible that we're reading. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. I guess I'll start. All right. Sounds good. Then at Tappanese, the Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, while the people of Judah are watching, take some large rocks and bury them under the pavement stones at the entrance of Pharaoh's palace here in Tappanese. Then say to the people of Judah, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, I will certainly bring my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, here to Egypt. I will set his throne over these stones that I have hidden. He will spread his royal canopy over them. And when he comes, he will destroy the land of Egypt. He will bring death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined for captivity, and war to those destined for war. He will set fire to the temples of Egypt's gods. He will burn the temples and carry the idols away as plunder. He will pick clean the land of Egypt as a shepherd picks fleas from his cloak. And he himself will leave unharmed. He will break down the sacred pillars standing in the temple of the sun in Egypt, and he will burn down the temples of Egypt's gods. This is the message Jeremiah received concerning the <coughs> Judeans living in northern Egypt in the city of Zimbigdal, Taphanes, and Memphis, and in southern Egypt as well. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. You saw the calamity I brought on Jerusalem and all the towns of Judah. They now lie deserted and in ruins. They provoked my anger with all their wickedness. They burned incense and worshipped other gods, gods that neither they nor you nor any of your ancestors had ever even known. Again and again, I sent my servants, the prophets, to plead with them, don't do these horrible things that I hate so much. But my people would not listen or turn back from their wicked ways. They kept on burning incense to these gods, and so my fury boiled over and fell like fire on the towns of Judah and into the streets of Jerusalem, and they still, and they are still a desolate ruin today. And now the Lord God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, asks you, Why are you destroying yourselves? For not one of you will survive. Not a man, woman, or child among you who has come here from Judah. Not even the babies in your arms. Why provoke my anger by burning incense to the idols that you've made here in Egypt? You will only destroy yourselves to the idols you made in Egypt. You've only to, sorry, you will only destroy yourselves and make yourselves an object of cursing and mockery for all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the sins of your ancestors, the sins of the kings and queens of Judah, and the sins you and your wives committed in Judah and Jerusalem? To this very hour, you have shown no remorse or reverence. No one has chosen to follow my word and the decrees I gave to you and your ancestors before you. Therefore, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. I am determined to destroy every one of you. I will take this remnant of Judah, those who were determined to come here and live in Egypt, and I will consume them. They will fall here in Egypt, killed by war and famine. All will die, from the least to the greatest. There will be, they will be an object of damnation, horror, cursing, and mockery. 
I will punish them in Egypt just as I punished them in Jerusalem by war, famine, and disease. Of that remnant who fled to Egypt, hoping someday to return to Judah, there will be no survivors. Even, then, even though they long to return home, only a handful will do so. Then all the women present and all the men who knew that their wives had burned incense to idols, a great crowd of all the Judeans living in northern Egypt and southern Egypt, answered Jeremiah, We will not listen to your messages from the Lord. We will do whatever we want. We will burn incense and pour out liquid offerings to the Queen of Heaven just as much as we like, just as we and our ancestors and our kings and officials have always done in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For in those days we had plenty to eat, and we were well off and had no troubles. But ever since we quit burning incense to the Queen of Heaven and stopped worshiping her with liquid offerings, we have been in great trouble and have been dying from war and famine. Besides, the women added, do you suppose that we were burning incense and pouring out liquid offerings to the Queen of Heaven and making cakes marked with her image without our husbands knowing it and helping us? Of course not. Then Jeremiah said to all of them, men and women alike, who had given him that answer, do you think the Lord did not know that you and your ancestors, your kings and officials, and all the people were burning incense to idols in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? It was because the Lord could no longer bear all the disgusting things you were doing that he made your land an object of cursing, a desolate ruin without inhabitants as it is today. All these terrible things happened to you because you have burned incense to idols and sinned against the Lord. You have refused to obey him and have not followed his instructions, his decrees, and his laws. Then Jeremiah said to all of them, including the women, Listen to this message from the Lord, all you citizens of Judah who live in Egypt. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have said, We will keep our promises to burn incense and pour out liquid offerings to the Queen of heaven. And you have proved by your actions that you meant it. So go ahead and carry out your promises and vows to her. But listen to this message from the Lord, all you Judeans now living in Egypt. I have sworn by my great name, says the Lord, that my name will no longer be spoken by any of the Judeans living in the land of Egypt. None of you may invoke my name or use this oath as surely as the Sovereign Lord lives. For I will watch over you and bring you disaster and not good. Everyone from Judah who is now living in Egypt will suffer war and famine until all of you are dead. Only a small number will escape death and return to Judah from Egypt. Then all those who came to Egypt will find out whose words are true, mine or theirs. And, and this is the proof I give you, says the Lord, that... All I have threatened will happen to you, and that I will punish you here. This is what the Lord says. I will turn Pharaoh Hophra, king of Egypt, over to his enemies who want to kill him, just as I turned King Zedekiah of Judah over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. The prophet Jeremiah gave a message to Baruch, son of Neriah, in the fourth year of the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, after Baruch had written down everything Jeremiah had dictated to him. He said, This is what the Lord God of Israel says to you, Baruch. You said, I'm overwhelmed with trouble. Haven't I had enough pain already? And now the Lord has added more. I'm worn out from sighing and cannot find, find, any rest, find no rest. Baruch, this is what the Lord says. I will destroy this nation that I built. I will uproot what I planted. Are you seeking great things for yourselves? Don't do it. I will bring great disaster upon all these people, but I will give you your life as a reward wherever you go. I, the Lord, have spoken. Following messages were given. Wait, this oh. is the part where we jump over to Jeremiah. 25. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Do you want to read it here? Where is it? This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me: Take from my hand this cup filled to the brim with my anger, and make all the nations to whom I send you drink from it. When you drink from it, they will. Sorry. When they drink from it, they will stagger, crazed by the warfare I send against them. So I took the cup of anger from the Lord and made all the nations drink from it. Every nation to which the Lord sent me. 
I went to Jerusalem and the other towns of Judah, and their kings and officials drank from the cup. But from that day until this, they have been a, des a desolate ruin, an object of horror, contempt, and cursing. I gave the cup to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his attendants, his officials, and all his people, along with the foreigners living in the land. I also gave it to all the kings in the land of Uz and the uh, kings of the Philistine cities of Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, and what remains of Ashdod. Then I gave the cup to the nations of Edom, Moab, and Ammon, and to the kings of Tyre and Sidon, and the kings of the regions across the sea. I gave it to, how do you say that? Dedan? Dedan? Oh, Allison, welcome to it. And to the people who live in distant places. I gave it to the kings of Arabia and the kings of the nomadic tribes of the desert and the kings of Zimri, Elam, and Media. And I gave it to the kings of the northern countries far and near and one after the other, all the kingdoms of the world. And finally, the king of Babylon himself drank the cup of the Lord's anger. How far does it go? I don't know. Uh, then the Lord said to oh, me, "Okay." Then the Lord said to me, "Now tell them, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says: Drink from this cup of my anger. Get drunk and vomit. Fall and rise no more, for I am sending terrible wars against you. And if they refuse to accept the cup, tell them, the Lord of Heaven's armies says, you have no choice but to drink from it. I have begun to punish Jerusalem, the city that bears my name. Now should I let you go unpunished? No, you will not escape disaster. I will call for war against all the nations of the earth. I, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. Now prophesy all these things and say to them. This is, sorry. The Lord will roar against his own land from his holy dwelling in heaven. He will shout like those who tread grapes. He will shout against everyone on earth. His cry of judgment will reach the ends of the earth. For the Lord will bring his case against all the nations. He will judge all the people of the earth, slaughter the wicked with the sword. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look, disaster will fall upon nation after nation. A great whirlwind of fury is rising from the most distant corners of the earth. In that day, those the Lord has slaughtered will fill, up the, will fill the earth from one end to the other. No one will mourn for them or gather up their bodies to bury them. They will be scattered on the ground like manure. Weep and moan, you evil shepherds. Roll in the dust, you leaders of the flock. The time of your slaughter has arrived. You will fall and shatter like a fragile vase. You will find no place to hide. There will be no way to escape. Listen to the frantic cries of the shepherds. The leaders of the flock are wailing in despair, for the Lord is ruining their pastures. Peaceful meadows will be turned into a wasteland by the Lord's fierce anger. He has left his den like a strong lion seeking its prey. And their land will be made desolate by the sword of the enemy and the Lord's fierce anger. The following message were given to Jeremiah the prophet from the Lord concerning foreign nations. And, and that, that is, is our, our reading, reading today. today. Wow. Well, there it is. The mystery solved. How strange. <laughs> and I still don't get why it's there. But that's okay. I guess it kind of serves as a transition to, like it says at the end, you know, the following messages were given from Jeremiah concerning four nations. Then you turn the page and we get to Egypt and Nebuchadnezzar and stuff. So, whatever. I guess the editors know what they're doing. But so did so did Jeremiah. So, it's fine. Hey, so we read all that. We did. Confused as we are. Yep. With two questions in mind. Two. Allison, what were those questions? What does this tell us about God? Mm -hmm. And what does this tell us about us? And what do we do with that? Oh. Me? What does it tell us about me? No. So, Chip. Oh, so Chip. Thank what you. does this tell us about God? Thanks, Allison. So glad no you problem. asked today. No problem. I'll tell you. It tells me a few things. Mm -hmm. but I'm going to pick one. It tells me that God has a cup of anger, and we do not want to drink from it. Free refills. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely free refills, but we don't want it. 
That's the cup we don't want. Yeah. The cup of God's anger. He has a cup. He has a big cup. And he has poured it out and will pour it out. And we don't want to drink from that <clears throat> cup. And they drank from the cup, and they didn't like it. Um, and so oh, and we wouldn't like it either. So don't drink from the cup I mean, of even God's Jesus, anger. Even Jesus prayed for that cup to be passed, right? Yeah. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just tell us about us. We can confuse correlation with causation. So let's talk about that. So they were like, well, all our problems started when we stopped sacrificing things to whatever it was, queen, <laughs> queen of heaven. Like all That's where all our problems started when we stopped doing that. And it was like, Jeremiah's like, y- you, you, you idiots. Like your problems started because of that. Mm-hmm. And so, man, we can confuse... The correlation of events, like two events happening at the same time, with the cause of it, causation of events being like, hey, this event caused that event. Yeah. And when we, what happens is we start to depend upon our experiences to dictate what's true and how we should behave. Mm-hmm. And doing that, we push the Bible aside, the Word of God aside, the Spirit of God aside, and say, no, I've learned my lesson through life that I should do things this way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work out. As we saw, because then you get a big heaping helping of wrath straight from the cup. Yeah. You know? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so very good. stick to the Bible. Good job. Stick to it. Yeah. Yeah, don't just say, well, you know, I've really found that the times in my life where I wasn't praying, I felt closer to God. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I've heard that stuff. Like, it oh, Sounds man, crazy. I feel closer like to people God. People say that all the time. They do. I feel closer yeah. to God now that I'm not in church. Yeah. Like... And he's really strengthened our marriage because we, we slept together before we were married and we figured it out. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, he saved run. me. Yeah, trial run and all that. You've heard all. And it's just crazy. Crazy yeah. talk. Yeah, absolutely. So you let experience mm-hmm. dictate, and then suddenly we find ourselves doing all the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good Anything stuff. to add, Allison? Not really. Any parting thoughts, English teacher? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you like to do a literary analysis? I'm new. Um, I just think where that part that I read where was that they were saying, um, we will not do what you say. We yeah, will not. Oh da, 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 da. And I'm thinking to myself, how you say God has a cup. He sure, um, he sure was real patient before he finally, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. he's sitting there telling him this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then they say, we're not doing what you say. Mm-hmm. Like, goodness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you get the cup. We brought it to the committee and we've decided that we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they took the time to write back the letter, too. Yeah. It's wild. Like, they could have just kept doing it without that. Yeah. It was a major they felt defiance. like they needed like, to say yeah, it. Yeah. 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 It was a back committee. Back <laughs> committee? Yeah. 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 We brought it up to our Queen of Heaven committee, and yeah. we've decided we're going to keep going. We laugh, but that stuff's yeah. happening all the time now. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Ridiculous. All right. We got to go. You got to go. Okay. Gotta go. Allison has to go. She does? Yeah. Well, I wasn't kicking you out. I thought maybe you could stay for a couple I mean, of days, but that's fine. Could, no, no, no that's fine, stay. Chip. Yeah, no, for a whole week. <laughs> I mean, this day. Yeah. This episode, she has to. Go. At this moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bye.